3: The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6.
4: The Community Free Dental Clinic depends on continued community support to keep serving those in need. Consider giving a tax-deductible monthly donations of $25, $50, $100, or whatever you can afford. Help from the community is critical to our continued financial stability. Checks made payable to the Community Free Dental Clinic can be sent to our address, 2341 Weisberg Drive, Huntsville, Alabama, 35801.
5: He's older than dirt. His Social Security number is one. But at least he's smarter than most of our politicians. This
3: is Brad Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. I don't know why I didn't think of this one before. CBS can't be sensible. What do you think? Let's just panic people some more. There are more cases in the U.S. than now China. Let's just panic people some more. Why not, huh? Uh, anyway, um, look, I, I think this, this idea... Of classifying counties based on on where they are and what their situation is, I think it's pretty smart. And, and continuing to leave it up to the states to figure this out. Look, if New York wants to take, you ever been to Scotty? You ever? By the way, good morning, Scotticus. How are you, sir? Doing good, thanks. You ever been to uh, rural New York?
4: I mm, uh, Can't remember.
3: Apparently My not. sister has more deer than we do. <laughs> okay but their their governor is is treating the whole state like New York City. A lot of states are going well we just we just need a uh, we need a just a national shutdown yeah, so look I hats off to our leaders here uh, and to the governor who's kind of held her powder on this and said look we're going to we're going to deal with it as it happens and and you know what People are keeping their distance if we don't uh, act irresponsibly, there won't be any other restrictions. It's been hard on people. It's been tough to you know we had a guest in yesterday who's a hugger. I know she was holding off, right?
4: <laughs> Somehow she found a way found to keep, not
3: to be a hugger to keep yeah. her distance from you yes yeah. well you too. No, I mean, you don't. You, know, know,
4: you don't know what happened in the parking lot. It was. It was great. <laughs>
3: All right. So we have some guidance now on. And look, I. I still don't know. And I. Part of me just forgive me, but I think part of this might be for. For show, that hey, we're trying to do something. They're going to try to get the school year going again, but they're going to try to get it going with the kids at home. I don't know. I think it's a bold experiment. But, you know, Mrs. Holland last night was trying to figure out, okay, so if we deal with our kids online, um, aren't all the other teachers going to be dealing with their kids online for their class? Don't you Aren't you going to have to have some organizational structure? So they're not being pulled, you know, 10,000 different... If you're taking seven classes at school, and, and you're wanting, wanting to still take all these classes... Are you going to prioritize? Are you going to have have them still meet online on schedule? Is there going to be a bell schedule for online? I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm just asking, and I hope they figure this out. Or is this just an attempt to see if we can pull it off? And if we do, kids are going to get a little bit more instruction, and we can say we tried. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't. But the governor yesterday, and the um and and the the state superintendent. Uh, again, it's not cookie cutter. There, there are some places where this is going to work out really well. Those areas where kids are on the bus all day aren't going to be on the bus all day. You know, we had talked about in, in some of these counties where there are not a lot of, there are not a lot of kids. They're spread apart and maybe, you know, maybe justifying keeping a school open is not always, you know, the best idea, but it's, it is the county and it's kind of got its own system. You know, maybe in some of these places that makes sense. I don't know. I'm, I'm just again speculating here that um, it, it's going to be a, a bold experiment. Uh, Daniel J. Smith, he's the guy. If you hear what's that liner? We we still that's still in rotation, right? The one kicking the grenade down the road. Yeah, uh, Daniel, uh, when he was at Troy University, uh, we interviewed him and we were talking about you know kicking the economic can down the road, and he referred to it more as a grenade. And that has stood the test of time. Well, Daniel has uh, put together a piece on this whole um, unemployment payment thing. And, you know, I asked the question yesterday, are, is this inviting a lot of fraud and abuse? We'll We'll talk with him coming up at 630. Uh, as we continue to have some kind of normalcy, uh, Tim McNeese, who's a Republican candidate for Madison County Commission District 1, is gonna, he's gonna sit in with us and we'll, he's also associated in the home sales and inspection and all that business, so we'll kind of get a sense of what's going on out there in the housing market as well, because he's well connected. So we'll talk a little bit about that too. Much like we talked with, you know, Violet yesterday, uh, Violet Edwards about hum, the, her her uh, her day job, you know working with the homeless and doing that kind of thing, so we'll do that on top of all of that. Hey, how about some severe weather? huh
4: Not to be left out.
3: <laughs> Good Lord, all right uh strong to severe thunderstorms are possible late Saturday evening, and the overnight hours and damaging winds and hail uh, are a primary threat, so high confidence that we're going to have uh, some kind of something. Isn't that weird? High confidence that there will be impacts. What kind? <laughs> because there's moderate confidence as to what those impacts will be. I never understand these things. Uh, they're saying damaging winds up to 50 and some small hail. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we might get some wind gusts, some straight-line winds, some uh, large hail could also be forecast as we get on into... Um, into tomorrow night. Can you believe it's Friday? Does it feel like Friday to you?
2: Does these it? The, there's, the days don't have a name they, they, anymore. They don't
3: really, do they? It's just it's, it's just odd. But um, hey, I I'm impressed with how you know, look. Nothing's perfect, right? But I'm impressed with our local leadership and and how we're getting some guidance about you know give these counties an opportunity to kind of do their own
1: thing. I like that thinking. I'm Brian.
0: And I'm Tim. Join us for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday right after Cigar Dave on
5: WTKI. The official healthcare provider for our mascot, Tiki, is Catisfaction Cat Clinic in Madison. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. The Tokyo Olympics looks likely to be the first to be postponed since the modern games began in the 19th century, as national teams plan to pull out, and Japan's leader acknowledge a delay may be unavoidable due to the coronavirus. Australia will not be sending a team to this summer's Olympic Games in Tokyo. Australian Olympic Committee CEO Matt Carroll said the Australian team will compete in 2021 if the games are rescheduled. The athletes desperately want to go to the games, desperately want to represent their country at the Olympics. They also take on board their own personal health. Canada also says it will not send athletes to the 2020 Tokyo Olympics unless the games are postponed until the coronavirus is under control. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. on Michael Barr, brought to you by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. With a high-yield online savings account, you can money. When you go to the mechanic in here, Pass me the torque. Right? Nope, let me have the flamethrower. That sounds wrong.
0: You know what else sounds wrong? When you hear about the interest you're earning on your savings with the largest mm-hmm. banks. But with a Marcus by Goldman Sachs online savings account, you could earn much more interest. And hear this... Open a Marcus by Goldman Sachs online savings account in minutes at Marcus.com. You can money.
1: Comparison made to the three largest U.S. banks measured by total deposits. Rates as of February 4th, 2020 may vary by state. Goldman Sachs Bank USA, member FDIC.
2: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company helps you customize your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Unlike things you paid for you didn't need, like the VACnado 2000. A Wi-Fi connected vacuum that uploads Dust Bunny data to the cloud for real-time optimization. (laughs) Whatever that means. But really, it's just a very expensive doggy chew toy. With Liberty Mutual, get customized home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com
1: It's
4: Friday! This is Connie from San Leo's. We are on our regular hours at both
6: locations with drive through call-in, pickup, and delivery with Grub South. We look forward to observing you. We work I'll
0: try to walk the
3: Uh oh, that's me. Go just continuously. You did it. Yeah, you're fired. Okay. <laughs> you still getting used to the new stuff. <laughs> okay, for rebates and special financing options. Well, I'm glad you're having a good day. <laughs> For rebates and special financing options in a new Linux Home Comfort System, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning at 256-852-8825. You can also visit online. InsideWeatherGuy.com, terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. So our singer isn't comfortable that it's Friday either.
4: Aaron Tippin is keeping his distance apparently. He says, he
3: said, we're trying to say it's Friday and he just ain't cooperating. Okay. So we're, we're looking at, as we mentioned, some severe weather and um, strong storms. They, they do say strong to severe thunderstorms, uh, Saturday night into Sunday morning. All right. So today we're going to see, it's, it's cloudy and, and it's going to get kind of start gradually clear and we'll become sunny. We're going to get to 85 today. I think they were talking about eighty six yet. So so they they downgraded at a degree. You'll probably get eighty six in some places. Mostly cloudy uh tonight, down to sixty four, still quite springy. Uh mostly cloudy for Saturday, eighty two, and then we get that chance of rain, ninety percent chance. With those wind gusts to 20 and, and maybe some of those 50 mile an hour straight line winds associated with some of these thunderstorms that could get a little, get a little rough. Um, uh, that will take us into Sunday, 60% chance of showers, uh, before seven. And then we'll be, um, mostly cloudy as we head into Monday. Monday about 69, it cools off some. Uh, and then we have sort of hit and miss showers as we get on into the week. And um, there's always, you know, already talk now. Uh, by the way, it's 65 right now. Um, there's already talk about getting back to work. That seems to be what everybody wants to do. That was the theme yesterday uh, when the governor trotted out. And does the governor trot out? I just... She's
2: know, not a trotter.
3: She probably saunders out.
2: Last time she trotted, she tripped over her
3: dog. So <laughs> That's just true. keep
2: that in mind.
3: Good point. <laughs> Good point, my friend. Um, okay, so the, 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 governor sauntered out, uh, with the, uh, with the state superintendent, and they're going to try to get schools going again, uh, online, uh, if they don't have access to computers, I guess there'll be some kind of way to get the material to the kids, uh, and try to salvage something of the school year. Look, I think this is going to be a val- valiant try, and I think we may see some innovation in this. I think one of the things that comes out of what we've been through is a real top-to-bottom re-examination of how we do education. Um, Will there be, after this, more distance learning? I think very possibly. Uh, Do you need teachers in the classroom? Absolutely. I mean, you, you know, today... You, you you remember it. I, I remember, too. I remember teachers that inspired me. I remember teachers that I'd go in and, and uh, I'd miss a day and they didn't even know I was gone, you know, <laughs> like that. Or you'd go in and they'd put a movie on and that would be it and they'd sit at their desk. I mean, they're, you hear about that now from kids where we don't learn anything, where the teacher just, You know, put something on or we watch a video or something and we get a little instruction and that's it. And then you have teachers that are actually demanding something of you. That's always been that way. Always. Because I do. I remember teachers that, you know, made you accountable and some that didn't care. And when I got to college, it was kind of the same thing. You get in one of those, and I'm sure everybody's been in one of those. I I bet, Scotty, when you, when you were at Auburn, did you did you go to one of those classes that was like the ones on TV where they're they're kind of up like a like a theater and the chalkboards down there oh, yeah. and, uh, and the professors on stage
4: trying to accommodate uh, dozens of students so yeah that's exactly
3: <laughs> but you could get up and walk out and they wouldn't even know you did it and most of them didn't care either and they because, didn't care hey if you want to leave that's on you buddy and then I had and then I had professors who were like really engaged and say hey hadn't seen you i'd get a call (laughs) yeah i've been having this issue this issue i'll get back uh you know because i'd miss a day or two but and and then there were those there were those professors who were uh i never wanted to miss their class because i really thought i'd miss something you ever had one of those and i and, and I you know for whatever reason and, and I go back to my uh my physics teacher mrs. Crandall um she was like people thought she was like the battle axe, but she was she was awesome I mean she must have been I know she's not around anymore because I think she was like ancient then, but it was one of those things she made class fun. She really did. She was stern and she, but she always had you doing stuff. And then I go to this next class and it was like, well, oh, hi. <laughs> but, but my point is, it, that part of it hasn't changed that much. If, if you're going to have a lazy teacher and a teacher that's not going to engage you, distance learning or, or using technology isn't going to change that it's the teachers who take that embrace it and and work it into still making you accountable and this is going to in the end i think we're going to find there's a lot parents can do at home uh there's a network out there that wasn't there before i think public schools are going to be challenged i think private schools are going to equally be challenged i think the biggest the biggest earthquake i think is going to come in the area of higher education because I think we have a, a lot of colleges and universities who are putting these, you know, are, aren't they all doing it in, in Alabama, Auburn, UAB, UAH, aren't they all doing something, A&M, and I think aren't, for the most part. Jacksonville State, they're doing a lot of stuff online. They're oh, trying yeah. to keep the semester going. Mm-hmm. What happens when these people, these students realize they can get <laughs> just as good of an education staying home? <laughs> Isn't that going to change a lot? That the college experience isn't what they thought it was and maybe, maybe I can get a great education and then of course you have University of Phoenix has changed everything. Or the, or the similar type courses and and don't don't be don't be fooled all of these schools when we hopefully we'll have the SMD symposium coming up in uh, in August I hope it gets a chance to happen because I think a lot of people holding their powder for a- AUSA are going to be there I think it's going to be a bigger conference if we can get it get it done um but I remember there were a num- number of universities there uh Georgia Tech uh uh um Mississippi State which is another big engineering school um and And you had, um, had of course Alabama and Auburn, all of them Tennessee, all at these uh, at, at at these conferences because they have programs and they have online programs where you can learn from these from these places and I noticed that at a couple of medical things I went to and with uh, Mrs. Holland when we were went to competition last year um, there There were colleges for these kids to learn things. ...that were in faraway places, but they could learn online. And they'd get their practical stuff, you know, they'd have to show up for the practical stuff, but a lot of it was online. I think we're going to see a a, just a huge ground shift after this and how we deliver education. We'll we'll see what happens there. Will people lose their jobs? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe they shouldn't have had them to begin with. Or will it create new jobs? See? It works the other way, too. All right, be paying attention Saturday into Sunday. That's when our severe thunderstorms may be possible. Other than that, not a bad day today.
2: You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450
0: AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Remember the gate situation at Redstone 3 and 10. That's Redstone Road and Patton Road. They're closed. Gate 8 is now a 24-hour gate coming in off Drake Avenue. They've reduced staffing at 1, 7, and 9. Kids will love the summer fun at Camp Chalicky in Guntersville. Kayaking, zip line, a giant swing, outdoor adventure, and more. Open house April 26th. Chalicky.org for info. Captain Nick in the WTKI Talk. Popeye's Chicken.
2: Skywatch Traffic Center.
3: The Humidor Pipe Shop hopes you're being careful and keeping that social distancing, but at the same time, they're having a sale. I mean, you got to have your sticks. All Rocky Patel items, all boxes are 20% off, and singles are 10% off. It's a sale, not an event. It's going on today, 11 to 5. Be sure to keep your distance. Uh, come get your sticks. Leave. They'd love to see you next time. The Humidor Pipe Shop, 11 to 5, today, Memorial Parkway Southwest.
4: America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything, the Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. support Support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station.
0: If you or someone you care about is struggling with substance use, don't wait to get help. The Addiction Resource Center is a free alcohol and drug helpline staffed by counselors and available 24-7 at 1-833-301-HELP. Or visit AddictionResourceCenter.org.
2: A message from Addiction Policy Forum, a nonprofit group started by families who've been where you are. Reach out today. That's
1: 1-833-301-HELP. Are you looking for an idea for some unique spring planting? I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll tell you about a simple plan for planters right after this. Mold on your siding, moss on your roof, mildew on your deck. The easiest way to get rid of it all is with Wet and Forget Outdoor. There's no scrubbing, no rinsing, and no pressure washing. Just spray and leave. Wet and Forget Outdoor is non-caustic and safe for any outdoor surface. Just spray and you're done with Wet and Forget Outdoor. Get Wet and Forget Outdoor at participating ACE, True Value, Do It Best, and Lowe's Home Improvement Stores. Or visit wetandforget.com for a store near you. Planter boxes are a great way to dress up window sills and porch railings, but wooden boxes often rot because of the exposure to damp soil, so rather than building them out of wood, try making them from rain gutters. At the home center, pick up a piece of vinyl rain gutter, some gutter end caps, and gutter mounting brackets. Cut the gutters into three or four-foot sections, depending on the location where you plan to hang them. Next, drill quarter-inch drain holes along the bottom of each section and install the end caps on the ends of each one. Now use the gutter mounting brackets to attach them horizontally to a wall, fence, or railing. Finally, line the gutters with landscape fabric, and you're ready to fill them with potting soil and plant your spring flowers. I'm Denny Lippert with tips for today's
4: homeowner. Rich texture, innovative design, and relentless attention to detail create the foundation for a great room. Start yours with Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs, carrying the largest variety of handmade and machine-made rugs from all over the world, from small accent rugs to palace size, adding beauty and elegance to your home. Pars Gallery offers professional cleaning, repair, and restoration of your current rugs with free pickup and delivery. Visit us online at parsgallery.net or stop by our showrooms. Pars Gallery on Culver Road in Mountain Brook and Whitesburg Drive in Huntsville.
3: 256 534
4: 2704 This is more regards we are open today from 11 to 7 p.m. We are doing carryout carry out and delivery only.
3: Well, we're going to be clearing today and we're going to get to about 85. They knocked it down a degree right now we're looking at 66. And uh, happy Friday. Uh, Daniel J. Smith, Director of Political Economy uh, Research Institute at MTSU, that's Middle Tennessee State University, up in Murfreesboro, uh, Associate Professor of Economics at the Jones College of Business. You know, I, how long, Daniel, has it been since we chatted? It's been a good while. A
6: couple years, yeah, at least.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, I'm I'm looking. Ironically, I'm closer to you. (laughs) Yeah, you're actually closer to me. We could have lunch. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Look, I want to. I want to kind of set the stage for this a little bit. You know, the president has now mentioned that he that he would like to see. Uh, and provide the data, uh, for, for states to kind of look at, kind of look down, look at their state and on a county by county basis. And you're in the perfect environment for this because Murfreesboro isn't Nashville. So how we deal with this whole coronavirus thing, it, it would be different. Right, I've been to Murfreesboro. It's it's a you know, it's kind of like one of our like Athens here or or Decatur. Um, And and, but anyway, it's 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 not as dense as say in New York City, and and I dare say in New York, my sister in upstate New York has more deer than you and I will ever see in Tennessee or Alabama. So we got to deal with this and and in some common we got to look at it from a common sense standpoint, right?
6: Yes. And then I think this is highlighting the benefit of a federalist approach where we allow experimentation, allow towns that are of different sizes and shapes and, shapes and facing different uh, constraints to, to forge their own path rather than have one uniform approach, which I think would be end up hurting a lot of the, the rural communities um, across America.
3: Yeah, my fr- friend in West Texas, he said, we're not Dallas. <laughs> so we do not the same problems. Uh, and we have some same opportunities, too, in some cases. But, you know, it, it, it kind of goes back to earlier in the week. I got so frustrated where, where the president and the vice president were actually having to lecture the press, because they kept asking, well, what cities are going to get money and all this? And he kept saying, look, it's up to the governors. We, we are having to teach the press what federalism is, how our system works. It's frustrating, isn't
6: it? <laughs> Absolutely. People want a top-down approach, but actually, if, if you look over at Germany, one of the reasons that they have been so successful in, fu- in fighting this virus is that they actually have a, a federalism approach in their healthcare system. So rather than have one CDC over everything, they have it divided among their separate um, I forget the, what they call the jurisdictions. Um, so they didn't have that roadblock that, that we had in, term, in terms of getting more face masks manufacturers approved and, and everything like that, because they were all competing against each other and, and trying and, and experimenting with different ways to, to get regulation out of the way.
3: And you know, in our case, the CDC actually got in the way. Right? You had labs wanting to get this testing going, and they go, "No, no, we've got to look at everything." Right?
6: Yes. In fact, I think I even saw them say it would take 90 days to inspect a new uh, facility. The, the entrepreneur was ready to go. He also saw them getting away the a little bit with um, distilleries and breweries that were switching mm-hmm. over to hand sanitizer. Thankfully, uh, those restrictions were lifted. Um, and so, so at least someone there has some common sense. You know, and,
3: and, and it's funny because one of our uh, national hosts has been talking about, you know, they're, they're beating the president up for saying we want to go back to work. That's exactly what Sweden Is talking about doing
6: right. It's just amazing. Come on, people. (laughs) Yeah. And and frankly, I don't think people understand the cost of of, of the shutdown. We're a twenty two trillion dollar economy. So let's say optimistically we only lose one trillion dollar a month per shutdown. It, that's life as well, right? If you have a depression that, or, a, well, I, I don't want to say depression, let's say a contraction or a recession that deep, uh, that increases suicide, that increases opioid and alcohol addiction. Um, it also brings innovation and the supply of necessities of life uh, to a screeching halt. So it's not just the simple, we're trading off life for profits. Uh, there's life on both sides of that equation.
3: All right. Daniel Smith, who is uh, um, our friend at MTSU, we used talked to him when he was down at Troy. He's a, he's an economics guy. All right. So I was um, I, I it's funny because uh, Senator Schumer said this is unemployment insurance on steroids. And I looked at this six hundred dollars a week. The feds are tacking onto this bill. And I said, there's something, something not, not right about this. I, I get this is weird. And then lo and behold, you publish this chart. And so let's see if I have my numbers right. It would be $875 a week for unemployed Alabamians. That's about, if you round it up, $21.88 a week. I'm going to be begging my employer to fire me, aren't I?
6: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I actually even updated that graph a little bit further into uh per hour terms because I think that makes a lot more sense. So prior to, to the six hundred dollar stimulus it was the minimum was one dollar and thirteen cents per hour in Alabama and the maximum was six dollars and sixty three cents per hour. Now that has increased to the minimum being sixteen point thirteen an hour above the minimum wage and the maximum is twenty one point six three per hour.
3: That's insane. And, and, and do, doesn't it invite, I, I got to think of the other part of this because I was talking about this yesterday. Doesn't this invite abuse? Because look, we're distracted right now with this coronavirus thing and the, you know, the, everybody's saying pandemic and now we have more cases than China. Government's otherwise engaged. Aren't we going to see some cheating maybe where the, the, the person says, hey, lay me off and if you need something, we'll just do it under the table. This is an invitation for that isn't it
6: you create a really bad situation when both the employer and employee sort of cross the table from another and they wink at each other and say gosh we both know we'd be better off if i was laid off or fired um yeah i think it creates a perverse incentive and more importantly i think economists worry about people that are legitimately fired have very little incentive for four months not to get back to work so we're taking, you know, economists, at least I'm pretty optimistic on the actual economic cost of this virus. I think we can get back up and running quickly and we could talk about that. But if we have this huge delay and unemployment stays where it is uh, for four months because people are being given these generous benefits, that could certainly turn uh, the, the substantially uh, magnify the uh, the economic cost and prolong any type of contraction or recession we get from this virus
3: you know i i 'm not an economics guy but i 'm sitting there with the the, the the little tumblers are already rolling in my head after four months you 're going to have a lot of businesses figuring out you know I can do without these people, and then the, and then you 're stuck with the federal government has to either step in again. Or are we just created a big mess for ourselves? This doesn't really fix anything, does it?
6: Yes, I, I think we just, once again, we, I think i said this before in your program, but I, I think we push the problem down the road. Um, and we saw in the financial crisis, there's a University of Chicago economist, Kate Mulligan, who says one of the, the main reasons that the financial crisis was so severe it's precisely because we made the unemployment benefits so generous and extended them. And you could actually see the evidence as you extend unemployment benefits, people uh, unemployed don't apply to as many jobs and don't accept jobs much later on because those benefits last longer and are better. And that's exactly what we're going to, uh, to see in this case. So. I was very optimistic, but this kind of makes me really concerned uh about our ability to recover quickly from this
3: you know and here 's the other thing you know entrepreneurs i mean most of us are we 're running all the time we, we, if 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 you don 't have people and they opt to take the money uh you start figuring out ways to not need people, and all of a sudden you 've created efficiencies in your business um you 're going to go on right i mean that happens right.
6: That's definitely a a possibility that there's going to be a restructuring of of employment and and labor, and, and and turning to machinery is one way that's going to happen.
3: Hey, can you hang for a segment or two? I wanted to get into this kind of the broader look at this. Have you got a moment to stick with us? Absolutely, Fred. All right. Daniel J. Smith. He's at MTSU now, Associate Professor of Economics, Jones College of Business, and also Director of the Political Economy Research Institute. Institute it's early. Come on. At uh, Middle Tennessee State University, just up the road. Do you have a degree in economics?
2: Uh, yes, ma'am, I do. Highest honors.
3: Converting your warped view into something more realistic.
0: 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk much to the ride in this morning. Traffic continuing to build in, but I'm not seeing any major snags. No wrecks, no stalls, no traffic signal problems. That can change quickly, so be careful on that ride in. All the job injuries can happen. Senior Timberlake and Lee can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. For WTKI Talk, I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's Chicken Skywatch Traffic
7: Center. Winston Churchill once said, The gin and tonic has saved more lives and minds than all the doctors in the empire. I am Michael Olson with your food chain question of the day.
0: History buffs. This tale from Michael Olson's Tales from a Tin Can took place in Bremerton, Washington, August 1944. Bremerton was the best liberty port of the war, and I had a secret weapon for enjoying every second of it roller skates. No kidding. Now, right outside the gates of the base was a sailor bar,
3: and almost every sailor would stop right there, but not me. I kept right on going till I get to the roller rink. Most of the guys thought I was nuts, but I wasn't. You see, there was no better way to meet girls than to skate around in a rink in your dress blues. Back in those days, I was limber enough to do tricks, like wrapping one leg around my neck while I was skating on the other. Most of the guys thought I was crazy. They'd see me leaving the base with my skates
0: and just shake their heads, but, heck, I laughed all the way to the bank. Tales from a Tin Can contains 424 tales by 44 sailors aboard the USS Dale from Pearl Harbor to Tokyo Bay. Order your copy at TalesFromATinCan.com. That's TalesFromATinCan.com. TalesFromATinCan.com.
7: Our Mikey Distillery has released a pea-based gin it calls the world's first climate-positive gin. Kirsty Black told Beverage Daily that her gin avoids more carbon dioxide emissions than it creates. Black believes peas will become a climate-suitable base for many other kinds of alcoholic beverages. Question: Which do you think would make the worst pea-based climate-suitable beverage? Gin, vodka, or tequila? Answer today's question and learn how yesterday's question was answered at WTKIRadio.com. That's
6: WTKIRadio.com. Hello, I'm Jose Hernandez, and I have been using a wheelchair since my accident in 1995.
5: My name is Andrea Dalzell, and I've been using a wheelchair since I was five years old.
6: I guess if I had one message for the general public, it would be that I appreciate your help, but please ask first.
5: Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that I've actually got everything under control
6: I think people get nervous they don't know how to act so they pretend I'm not there
5: what probably bothers me the most is when waiters talk to my companion and not directly to me
6: I think everyone with a disability can relate to that parking spot problem
5: we know you're just parking in that disabled spot for a second but please don't we're, we're just, just looking, looking for, for the same, same respect, respect and consideration, consideration as and everyone, everyone else, else.
7: United Spinal Association is dedicated to enhancing the quality of life of people living with spinal cord injuries and disorders. Download our Disability Etiquette Booklet at unitedspinal.org.
1: This is Main Street Cafe in Madison. We are open for pickup only. Please check our website at mainstreetcafemadison.com for hours of operation. Thank you.
6: We're just kicking the grenade down the road. Well,
3: there it is, the famous quote, kicking the grenade down the road. Your
2: words will live on forever. <laughs>
3: Daniel J. Smith, director of the Political Economy uh, Research Institute at uh, Middle, Middle Tennessee State University (MTSU) as uh, as many know it, and associate professor of economics at the Jones College of Business. I want this is our little segment, so I want to kind of get kind of step back and take a little bit of a broader view. The other economists we've kind of touched base with uh, um, uh, Bernie Marcus's group, uh, uh, Job Creators Network, I think. I'm, I'm trying to remember another one. Uh, uh, from, from the people I've talked to, we were going to be heading into some kind of recession anyway, and some people thought we were seeing the beginnings of it. And, and they they were saying, and I want to know if you agree with this, a little contraction is not necessarily bad because we could come roaring out of this, right?
6: Yes, we I mean, we were going down the highway at 70 miles an hour and we planned on the brakes, no doubt. A lot of economies couldn't handle that but america has a, a v8 where you know we're a seven corvette so we have a lot of juice under the hood so if this doesn't last too long i think we could rev up the engine and, and get going uh fairly quickly so right now the economy is in, in suspense um and could quickly roar back to life and and up until I saw those, those unemployment benefits, I was, I was pretty optimistic about our chances of doing that.
3: You know, I, I'm not as optimistic for the country because of just the massive amount of money we're talking about and the incentive for people to stay home. But you're in the sphere of Nashville, and of course you know what's happening here in the Tennessee Valley. You can't afford to sit home. I mean, when, when you have you have people, we have people actually, they will yank you if you have a pulse to hire you, right? <laughs> Some of us are going to still weather this and do fine, but, but but the country could drag us down,
6: right? Yes, and I was so optimistic initially because I was seeing people in restaurants, movie theaters. They got laid off or just temporarily. Rather than waiting in line for unemployment, they were immediately jumping to home delivery services uh, where their, their, their labor is desperately needed right now. Uh, hospitals are hiring, hiring those skilled workers. Um, we need them to help us fight this virus as well as to, to get the economy going back to life and, and help us appropriately social distance. So unemployment benefits, I think, extending them that generously will prevent us from allocating those those workers to where we desperately need them. All right. Oh,
3: you can pick your store if you want to work at Publix. That's what's going on around here. Hey, one more. Uh, I wanna, we'll we'll kind of wrap this up and talk a little bit more about uh, what we need to be looking for here. More with Daniel J. Smith from MTSU coming up.
0: It's not all rocket science. Fred Holland on
3: 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk.
0: I'm Connell McShane. This
5: is the Fox Business Report.
1: Tesla is cutting staff at its Nevada battery plant by around 75%. The factory produces electric motors and battery packs for Tesla's Model 3 sedans. The plant is scaling back operations before it's shut down for two weeks. Tesla has suspended production at its California car factory and its New York solar roof tile factory, but it also plans to reopen the New York plant to make ventilators for treating coronavirus patients. Hilton's president and CEO, Christopher Nasetta says, he will work without a salary for the rest of the year and its executive committee will take a 50% pay cut for the rest of the crisis. Hyatt's chairman and CEO are also giving up their salaries with other executives taking a pay cut. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Koselda, invested in you.
6: Hey, have you seen the new cyber threat warning about the conversation?
4: Hijacking? Totally. Cyber criminals are using email account takeover and brand impersonation to insert themselves into email conversations and steal money from businesses.
6: Right. That's why I tell my
4: clients about Barracuda. Same here. They use artificial intelligence to detect and block sophisticated attacks, including account takeover and brand impersonation.
5: Man, I guess you did
2: see it. Don't become a victim. Protect your business at Barracuda.com. Barracuda, your journey secured.
0: Traffic continuing to build in, level definitely lighter than normal, and we still don't have anything on the board problem-wise. No wrecks, no stalls, no traffic signal problems. Good news for you. Be careful. Maybe we'll keep it that way. From routine care to heart failure, Dr. Randall Burns and the team at Huntsville Heart Specialists have the expertise to care for all matters of the heart. Captain Nick in the WTKI Talk, Popeye's Chicken, Skywatch Traffic Center.
2: The number one fear of people 55 and up is the fear of outliving their money. Let's face it, folks, no one wants to wake up one day to find out they have no more money but a lot more life to live. So how can you set yourself up for the retirement you want? Call Wood Family Financial. They're focused on helping you keep the money you've worked so hard to earn and grow. They'll take away the risk of investing while giving you all the upside of returns. Let's face it, setting yourself up for retirement can be stressful and confusing. Do not go it alone. To get your complimentary financial review with Wood Family Financial, call 615-221-0927. That's 615-221-0927 in the next 30 minutes. Or go to woodfamilyfinancial.com. Find out what it will take to set yourself up for an enriching retirement. Call 615-221-0927. Wood Family Financial educating clients to make informed decisions.
6: Approved. When you need a little credit, here's where you can get it. Approved. Where the saving and the credit are always greater. Honda of Decatur. It's easier here with guaranteed credit approval on over 250 vehicles, each with a Carfax history report and guaranteed credit approval on select vehicles. When you need a little credit, here's where you can get it. Approved. Where the credit is always greater. Honda, Decatur.com and on Beltline Road. Approved.
4: This New Orleans lunchbox restaurant on Jordan Lane and Holmes. will be open for pickup up orders only from 10 to 3 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 830-0081. Or you order to GrubSupp.
3: All right, we're at 67. Uh, we're going to be clearing out here. We're going to be sunny today, 85. It's a tick down from what they were predicting yesterday. And some potential severe weather in the form of thunderstorms Sunday we hours from Saturday night into Sunday, so we'll keep an eye on that for you. Uh, Daniel J. Smith, director of the Political Economy Research Institute at uh, MTSU, just up the road in uh, Murfreesboro. Um, all right, I want let, to let's do the good and bad of this. Apparently, the 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 House is going to vote. I guess today they're talking about bringing them in in small groups. I don't know when all this is going to happen. Um, the, the, taking a broader view on this thing, we, we talked a lot about the unemployment insurance part of it. Um, there's also help for small business. They go, what, 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 are, what are the things you're, you're optimistic about, and what are the things you're a little pessimistic about, and what do we need to watch for here?
6: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and as I've watched this over the past week, this thing is growing faster than kudzu, so I might actually be in favor of passing this, just so it doesn't grow any further <laughs> in terms of the size and dollar amount. But overall, um I like the fact that if we're going to be giving out uh, a huge stimulus package, that the majority of it is loans to businesses. Still not eager, you know, we'll see about implementation, about how they enforce the payback and and everything like that, Um, but at least they're trying to make it incentives compatible. Um, So at least that's one good aspect, bailouts to the airline industry. Definitely bad, uh, uh, especially Boeing, uh, their problems are unrelated to, to COVID-19 and, uh, they just did a really good job lobbying to, to get that provision in there. Um, I think concerning things about, um, some mortgage relief, uh, could, could be helpful forbearance, uh, for three months. Um, I saw CNN had a story about it being extended to 12 months, which sounds pretty crazy to me because landlords have to be able to, to, to put food on the table as well.
3: That's the other part of this, right? I mean, you can't evict, particularly in the area of, like, renters. You can't evict and you can't foreclose, and these people can get a free pass for a year. If, if that happens, you've got to be made whole from somewhere. So the government's kind of creating a, I was having a conversation yesterday with somebody about instead of bailing out the banks like we did last time, we should have bailed out the mortgage holders and let the banks collapse and they would have, all those assets would have eventually been bought and we might have been better off and everybody would have had no mortgage and they would have been out spending their money on other stuff. I mean, you start looking, you can start looking at this at a lot of different angles, right?
6: Yes, and and, and I'm a little confused that it's all thrown in together. So if we're going to give out the the checks, which you know I ran the numbers for Alabama, essentially everyone in Alabama except for Nick Saban is going to get a check. Yeah, Um, well,
3: Nick will be okay.
6: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think he's well taken care of. Um, But, yeah, we're going to be sending out this check, um, possibly another one, and the increase in unemployment, and we have all the regular programs that we traditionally have uh like such as social security still in operation, um, to put in a provision like that twelve month forbearance uh seems a little odd. It seems unnecessary, um and potentially harmful um if people actually do take up on the options because now these landlords, these mortgage companies are sitting on twelve months of rent that's due to that's owed to them that they were planning on having but they don't have.
3: You know, and I, and I know in a couple of cases where the, if you work with people, they're doing things like taking the, because April's going to be the, the hitch for a lot of people because that's when a lot of this is going to hit. You know, we'll take your April payment, we'll bump it to the back of the loan, and then we'll see how things look. And if May looks like that, we'll move that one to the back of the loan. I like that idea better because in the way you end up paying less interest, and it doesn't doesn't challenge anybody that much, Right.
6: Absolutely, and th- this—well, it's it's bad, and people are dying. Certainly, this is a kind of a trial run for the next pandemic. We know something future is going to happen where it's even worse than this, and we're going to set up four incentives for people to prepare for the next one. If we just fail yeah, this time, we don't
3: do it right. Hey, real quickly, where do people find you, Daniel? If they want to want to look you up?
6: So I'm, I'm on Twitter at SmithSanJ1, and I'm also available. I have a website, DanielJosephSmith.com. All right. Hey, thanks. Daniel J. Smith. He's the guy that made famous
3: kicking the grenade down the road. Thanks, my friend. Great chat. Appreciate it.
6: Of course, Fred. Always always great to talk with you and your listeners.
3: Listen online to WTKI Talk at
2: WTKIRadio.com.
1: What we do is who we are. Whether you're a nurse, a carpenter, a truck driver, or a salesperson, our work defines us. And when we can do what we love and help others at the same time, that's when you know you've found a rewarding career. The Alabama Department of Labor is committed to helping you get there with on-the-job training, work-based learning, apprenticeships, and more. So when you're ready to begin your next career, ask yourself, who do you want to be? Sponsored by the ADOL ACRI
4: ABA in this station. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast
2: cancer in their lifetime. To the Breast Cancer Research Foundation of Alabama, that's one too many. When you buy the Breast Cancer Research specialty license plate, you're helping to
4: save lives by funding critical research. Visit your DMV and get your Breast Cancer Research tag. All funds raised stay here in Alabama, but the research has a global, life-saving
2: impact. Visit bcrfa.org or call 205-996-5463.
3: Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI.